no, no, no. Tell no, me what the joke is again. I would love to hear the I joke again. I, I can't do the joke again because it got me in trouble. Well, we ain't going to hear the joke because Burkoff is too chicken, but we're live and welcome to Pixel Pines. We are the only, the only global gaming podcast that covers two great things, which is great beer and video games. I'm your host, Mitch, because McWomple is out. He scurried away after our debacle of an episode last week where it offered multiple people who were should not be on a podcast while one driving don't drive and do a podcast people and then also some people that didn't have any internet service provider out in the middle of the woods tried to do a podcast with you and it just didn't work out either so (laughs) we're not posting that one so that one's just gonna be uh in the what is it called the the archives of the secret episodes of the podcast It'll be on Twitch, I think, for one more week. So if you're interested in uh, the shit show that was <laughs> last week, you're more than welcome to watch it for another seven days. So, that a good point, which we stream live here on Twitch at twitch.tv slash pixelpines every single weekend, covering the two great things with good beer and video games. And if you want to follow us to see when we go live each and every single week on Twitch, you can follow us on Twitter at pixel, pixel underscore pints or on Instagram at pixel pints pod. You can find our videos archived except for last week's, except on Twitch. <laughs> but the other po- podcasting services, it's not there. But we have all the other episodes are there. So go see those. And we're also on YouTube. Just find us, uh, search pixel pints, and we're right there for you. Again, I'm your host, Mitch, and I'm joined by an esteemed colleague of brilliant yes i said brilliant gentlemen i better get compliments later of of knowledgeable gamers burkoff who is in the city of lights that i drove by twice but i did not say hi i'm surprised you introduced me like that i was expecting you to mention liam oh wow quite the the introduction this guy's getting not jealous at all. <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing, uh, sir? Oh, no, not too bad, man. It was hot as shit. I was trying to find the Fahrenheit. Actually, I don't know the Fahrenheit, but there's two of us on uh, tonight, so I gotta, I gotta Google the conversion, man. Too. Google the conversion. I know, shit. It's taking me a minute on my phone. Well, it's probably not hot. as hot as where I'm gonna go to, where it has been so hot. Apparently, his country has been wrapping his bridges in tin foil. <laughs> Liam, all the way across the pond, or should I say the pond of Inferno, because it's been burning so hot over there. How are you doing? Well, uh, you know, uh, it's been great. Uh, we've all been breeding like excessively because we lost half of our population. <laughs> they just melted, you know. So it's been great for you know everybody. We're having a whale of a time over here. And people um, say global warming's not real. 
Uh, well, yeah, More than exactly. it's not beneficial. I mean, but I'm, I'm still a little bit conspiratorial because of all of the people that melted. None of the politicians melted, and I'm a little <laughs> yes. bit upset about that. <laughs> well, we're gonna hop around. So, well, did you get the Fahrenheit before we hop? Hop, skip, uh, and move. I want to say it was 109 uh, today or yesterday. <sighs> Ridiculously hot. Yeah, that's hot. It was not that yeah. hot here in LA. It was not that hot. It was actually pretty beautiful this week. So <laughs> feeling everyone else's torturous. Well, I mean, I went to a wedding last weekend and it was hot. Like, uh, so I was one of the groomsmen and you, while you were up north too, right? You were way up north. Yeah. I was in Wyoming. So, yeah. uh, um, but, uh, you know, I was one of the groomsmen and standing up there, we were talking after being like, my foot was on fire. <laughs> because the sun rays was so hot on my leather shoe, it was wow. like burning my foot. And so I was, ta- I was talking to the, the groom, who's a good friend of mine, and he was just like, dude, my shoe was on fire. Was yours? And I was like, yes. I was like, <laughs> I almost couldn't stand it. So, yeah, it was, uh, it was good. So, uh, so, let's just move on. We got two things we talked about, which is good beer. And video games. So, we got to start out with the beer. The bears. I do not have beers today just because I need to drink water today. All right. Uh, Liam, you probably don't have anything to drink, right? Because it's like 8 in the morning there. But the the coolest thing to keep us cold, greatest groomsman gift ever. Yeti. Yetis. Koozies. And we were drinking so much beer, man. In these koozies, the top screws off, right? To top screws off, yep. So yeah, yeah, so you can seal it in place, and then uh, and then even has my initials on it. Oh wow, that's awesome! So best groomsman gift you could ever ask for, especially on a hot wedding day. So like it worked out for all of us on that end. So yeah, so koozie. In the future, I'll put a beer in here. How about that? That will work. Yeah. So um, I've got uh, Warsteiner. Their uh, regular pilsner, Worcestershire. No, Warsteiner. <laughs> this is a this is a German beer, um, imported from Germany. But yeah, this is uh, so this is German pilsner. This is basically the same style that um, all American domestics are, uh, because the people that own those companies were all German. So like Miller Coors, uh, Budweiser, the style that that beer is what this is as well but this is like the original sure so yeah i was standing in line at uh, the liquor store today and uh the girl behind the counter she's like will that be all sir and i immediately just i was the fucking matt damon gif i just aged instantly and i was like oh yeah no, I'll, I'll be fine thank you no you should have said <laughs> sir sir I'm like, gonna go sure back wanna, for some you more. Sure you want to check my ID to make sure that I'm over uh, that I'm the legal drinking age? <laughs> Apparently, in Utah, that is a requirement, and they have to have to scan your ID to do it. So, oh, oh I can I can talk about beer. I mean, I I I mean, I posted it when you guys at first when I left the podcast last week and yeah. then came back. I had a coconut beer, and that was Ooh. that was fascinating. Um, yeah, it was it. It definitely tasted like coconut, and it was, but it was also like heavy. It was super fascinating because coconut you think is light when you think about coconuts, yeah, yeah. especially well, when you're coconut flavor. Right? 
yeah, it was a stout. It was just, it yeah. was just really, it was, it was really rich in in flavor, and it the coconut really stood out. Um, it was probably one I wouldn't drink a second. Like I wouldn't go two in a row. Yeah, I can I, see that. It, 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 you know, it's kind of one to experience, enjoy, and then walk away, and that's kind of where I got with that one. So, all right. Well, as long as you enjoyed it, dude, that's what matters. Yeah. I mean, there was a blueberry one. I was really tempted of going crazy. <laughs> you should have got that one. You should have got it for the, your second round. And then, and then told Keith. And then Keith would have been like, blueberry? What are you, you, are you bloody mad? <laughs> yeah. He's had his own He's had his own adventures with beers, though. Don't let him dissuade you. No, it's a, I get it. It's, it's, it's like pineapple on pizza. It's not for everybody. But I go right. crazy for the pineapple on the pizza. Because pineapple okay. does deserve on a to be on a pizza, as long as you combine it with the second ingredient that matches its sweet to salty. So put Which sausage on there. No, yeah, not ham. No. Put sausage. It's usually it's ham, dude. That's a no. That's a you also a... could do sweet and uh, hot and sweet. That also works too. So if you do like or spicy and sweet, so you also could do like salty spicy sausage with sweet pineapple good great combination right bam flavors yeah. boom chef mitch not only does he make video games he's a chef too because pizzas <laughs> liam any interesting beverages you've had because we know you're not uh because you're gluten-free has as has oh has oh, that, 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 has that, that hasn't been that hasn't been a problem for a little while. I've got I've got to get back on keto actually. Oh, it's um, keto. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, it was it was keto. So it's, <laughs> I, I keep meaning to <laughs> the special have, K. It's a special K. Yeah, <laughs> I, I ordered like a, a beer in my last shopping list, and and the only two things that my last the bit of shopping decided uh, actually we're not getting that. They didn't give me my beers, and they didn't give me my ice lollies. Two things. One I need one for the podcast. Dude. I needed the other for the hot weather. Yeah. You know, I could have melted. You know, <laughs> the supermarkets—they just don't care. You know, they sold out. Obviously. I wonder how many people uh, in your like in your country went to the supermarket just to stand in the freezer section to stay cold. That's totally. That's totally a thing. Especially because you guys, yeah. like, I think I read a statistic. It's like eighty percent of your buildings don't have AC. <laughs> and um, actually, and a vast majority of your buildings also are meant to contain heat, not. Not uh, like get rid of heat. Um, I, I'm sure, Mitch, that, that probably like more than ninety five percent of our buildings don't have AC. Okay, wow. it, well, I thought it was ninety, yeah. but I was gonna go eighty for safety, <laughs> just in case I was wrong. Yeah, oh, yeah. eighty sounds more accurate. We, we wish. Wow. We, we wish it was eighty. We wish. It was 80. <laughs> so grocery <laughs> stores are your only safety net in the UK. Go to your grocery yeah, store, yeah. stand in the freezer section. There you go. I, w- I would have squeezed myself into my own freezer if I could have. <laughs> it's like, oh no, the door's shut and I'm locked in. Uh, you know, oh well. That's okay. Right. Comfortable in there. At least, at least the body will be preserved. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's true. That's true. All right. Yeah. Moving on. We are now talking about games because we're done with beer, which the gaming topic today is a fascinating one. Ooh. Today's topic is what game do you gentlemen want to save 
from being lost in the ether forever. So let me just give an example-ish type situation here. Basically, what game is not playable on current hardware that you wish could be brought back either as a remaster or a remake to be able to be playable on this generation type hardware? So if you use Ocarina of Time, that's not a that is an invalid choice because you can play it on your Switch. A valid choice, which my choice would be, one of my choices, and it's just kind of a throwaway choice. I want the infamous games on PlayStation. Oh. Uh, those games okay. are unfortunately left to suffer on PS3. I need them. I need them now more than ever. So, so, uh, so yeah. Right. So, so that's to, that's that's an example of one. But to clarify some rules, because I wasn't when we initially started talking about this, I was not uh, thinking along those lines. So, is it anything prior than the last two generations? Oh, it can be so whenever. Like, it can be whenever, as long as it's not playable on current hardware. Okay. All right. I might so, have additional ones then. I, I had a few, but yeah. Well, you can get us started then, since you got this long list, Mr. <laughs> Wise Guy. Go ahead. Yeah, so... Uh, What's your game? Yeah. When uh, when we when you brought it up, I was like, oh, didn't we talk about this before? You're like, no, we've never done this. Um, I think we did a similar topic on uh, Podcast Reload, which is why it sounded familiar to mm. me. Um, and my my choice on that episode is the same as my choice on this episode, and that would be Parasite Eve. And I think that it has a good chance of becoming uh, remastered because Square has been on a kick of doing that lately. Like uh, Legend of Mana, Saga Frontier... Um, you know they're releasing all these uh, live alive or live alive, live alive. They're all like releasing these games on uh, modern hardware. So, you said Parasite Eve? Yeah, Parasite Eve. I've never heard of it, so I'm googling what? it. What? Oh, I I love Parasite Eve so much. Mitch, Mitch, you know, it's, because, it's a 1998 uh, uh, JRPG. Mitch, you, yeah, you missed out because I always used to think of Parasite even the same sort of breadth as uh, Resident Evil. It was basically like uh, Square well, Enix's Resident Evil. It was Evil. Square's version, yeah, of Resident yeah. Evil, totally. And, and it, it was fucking great. I love Parasite Eve. Was a M-rated game. Interesting. Hmm. Okay. Mm. Okay. It was kind of like a semi-action because it would pause in between, right? So. You had an area like when you were in the battles that you could kind of run around in, but it would pause every time you wanted to do uh, an action. You can buy it for sixty bucks. Yeah. Um, so the yeah the original or without the case for ten bucks. <laughs> yeah, the original game is pretty cheap right now. It's not one of those that's super popular. Well, now um, I just look down and I see someone selling it for one hundred and thirty nine dollars. Of course they are, because they can get away with it, I guess. Um, well, they're selling it easy. for that. Not necessarily it's someone will hard. buy it. So right, right. And now GameStop sells it for seventeen ninety nine, but it's out of stock. All right. Well, yeah. okay, that's good. Okay, okay. All right, Liam. What, what, what's one of yours? Um. So sorry, I was just wondering, uh, Matt. Um, when, when you say you want it to come back, how how would you want it to come back? Because um, it seems like it could <laughs> I... be pretty likely that it ends up on PlayStation's new service. Um, oh, point, that's maybe. a good question. Yeah, okay. You want a yeah. port? You want yeah. a remake? But, what do you want? What do you want? Remaster? Yeah, that, that was me. 
to me, that wouldn't be enough because I just want them to straight up remake it. <laughs> so, all right, here's the problem with remaking it is Square is going to do some shit to the game that I'm not going to like. So I don't want to. I don't want to remake because they're just going to piss me off if they do that. But a remaster, a remaster where they take like the the backgrounds and the models and, uh, everything, and they just you know breathe some life into them, do a little AI magic on the backgrounds, textures, and um, you know make it a higher resolution. Give give um, that soundtrack some TLC as well. Right, right. Remaster that soundtrack the, is yeah. great. Yeah, remastered the soundtrack. Maybe I want to say there was some voice acting. Um, do some of the voice acting. Yeah, <laughs> um. but there's definitely some questionable voice acting in that game. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, Mitch. Uh, so, so you understand? Uh, think, um, think uh, Resident Evil levels of voice acting. No, oh. oh Steve, <laughs> oh Steve. Yeah, Steve. <laughs> I said I, I said I was sorry. <laughs> That's literally what he said. It's like I, I said I was sorry. Oh, these are cool. I, I want automatics. It's like what? What kind of dialogue is this? It's like it's like the Japanese creator may have been inspired by Parasite from that character. It's like it's like the writer from the first game because like the second game's writing is way better. It's like it's like leaps and bounds better. It's not amazing, but it's still better. But then it's like they take. Like, you have the first game, Resident Evil writing is corny as hell, laughable at times. Then you have it improved for the next two games. And then it's like the writer from the first game's like, come over to Code Veronica and write this up. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, in terms of what I want, um, you know, my Microsoft, um, it looks like their, their acquisition of Activision Blizzard's going to go through. Yeah, and you know they're they're building up quite a repertoire of studios and and IP now, and me personally, I'm just like you guys own and even before they made all these acquisitions, they owned a ton of IP that were just just stepped in like really really good IPs, um, and, and they need to go back into some of them, and specifically for me, I, I want to see um, a remaster of Black and White or a oh. remake. Or a sequel, just anything really, because um, it's it's kind of annoying for me because I, I see all of the attention they're giving the Age of Empires games, and it's just like, yes, great, but is, oh no, we're not exactly dying for games that are exactly like Age of Empires, you know. <laughs> um, black and white was Peter Molyneux, right? Yeah, there, there's nothing yeah. like black and white on the market right now, and uh, those games would benefit from a touch up remaster the, so the, good the first one's pretty rough uh playing it on, yeah, yeah yeah playing it on steam or whatever mm. you can get it on today um well i don't think you can i i, you I, I think you have to torrent them i believe oh interesting yeah okay i i, I still own the discs so <laughs> i'm on nice yeah but uh actually to be honest i think there might be some problems with that as well you know with the old like ea product id yeah. codes and Stuff like that, um, but yeah, I love those games, and I, I'd love to be able to play them uh, polished up a bit. Interesting, yeah. Actually, there's there's not a whole lot of uh, god games in general. I don't feel like, or they're yeah, not, they're not very popular these days, dude. Popular, they're, they're like non-existent these days. 
Yeah, but like Populous yeah. could use a, a remake or mm. master. Yeah, totally. That would be fun. It's actually Mitch, fun. It's a pro wow, actually. Mitch is like, Mitch is like, I have no idea what games these are. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> do you not? Do you not know what uh, Populous is, Mitch? Mm. So oh, it was wow. it was a DOS uh, game, and it was also on the Nintendo. And it was uh, I want to say it was Sid Meier, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but... was it? Well, it was um, um, Studio. Oh, I'll, I'll I'll pull it up while I'm trying to think about it. Um, the old EA studio that got closed. Um, yeah. West. West something. Uh, well, Bullfrog actually it looks like. Oh right. Okay. So, so it's Peter. It's Peter Molyneux. It's Peter Molyneux, not um. Not fucking Sid Meier. So, yeah, there we go. Okay, I guess that suggests that Black and White is basically the spiritual successor. The it must be, yeah. Populous. Wow. I guess they are kind of similar. All right, Mitch, what's your, uh, what's your first real answer? Your first real game? My first pick? real answer is I will take a port or I will take a remake, but I want... Dino Crisis 2. Oh, oh, oh. oh <laughs> man. I don't want Love Dino I, I don't I don't well. want Dino Crisis. I want Dino Crisis Lunch 2. Too. Uh Dino Crisis 2 I think mechanically is like one of oh, God, I, I don't know how to explain it. It's it's so unique, but yet it's so like how did no one else think of it? Which is just like killing things on a point system and using points to purchase ammo, uh, upgrade your weapons, buy new weapons, and literally, I think it was uh, they they installed the running and shooting um, with the tank controls at the time. Uh, it just was a I, I liked the only thing I didn't like was the story. I think the story was kind of cheeky and cheesy and not enough. <laughs> Uh, I I actually like the first story better because it was more of a mystery of like who done it, which I kind of so, thought was fascinating. All right, so yeah, what, if, what, if, what if they did um, two's mechanics and re and remade all of that with one? That'd be good. That'd be one good. Story. That'd be uh, good. It's such a sh it's such a short game though. If they well, if they can, they can always reimagine it. They can always reimagine it. Yeah, they can reimagine the entire plot. They can oh, flesh I, I, out I, things longer. Like there's yeah. there's things to be done. Like it's just a uh, I I see the Dino Crisis series as a great foundation and great skeleton that can be built upon. Um. It just needs some meat on the bones, right? So that that's that's my like need it. Here's now. A, here's I a, have it for PlayStation Three, but I can't put it on a PlayStation Five. Yeah, here's here's a good question: Would you be comfortable with uh, tank controls today if somebody could figure out a way to make it feel modern? Yes. Well, I think, we, well I think we've talked about this well, before. Well, actually, yeah. the only hiccup with that would be as long as it's on, I have to use the D-pad. Because I think tank controls don't work very well with the, with the, the analog, analog stick. stick. It just doesn't work very well. Because the the huge, uh, the huge element that comes into play is that with tank controls, if you're holding, like, up, 
that's straight in whatever right. direction you're going. And so it can become very jarring and confusing to the player if you're trying to do it stick because all of a sudden you can you can start um, yeah. tilting in certain directions with your thumb, which then could also alter dramatically which direction you go. Um, so yeah. like I think as long as you use the D-pad, but then all of a sudden that hinders c- current, current um, uh, contrivances in the games industry, which is, you know, you know, the uh the, the d-pad is used for a lot of inventory reasons and and for right, quick menus right. and quick pull-ups and weapon swapping and things like that so like it's hard to say that tank controls could work in the modern age i would be open to it but you would have to be really well thought out right okay um just gonna say um i have been spoiled by the Resident <laughs> Evil remakes lately, and and if I didn't get a Dino Crisis remake or reimagine or something that wasn't running that engine <laughs> with a third person view, I would be gutted. <laughs> it okay. it would be darn pretty shooting the head off that dinosaur and seeing the guts oh. fly off. That would probably make the most sense, uh, just from an economic standpoint for Konami or uh, Capcom. Konami, yeah. what the what the Konami. <laughs> Konami don't make I meant, games. I meant, I, meant, I meant Capcom. Yeah, I corrected myself towards the end there. Oh, you better have. All right, Berghoff, what's your <laughs> second game? Um, so as far as I know, this is not available anywhere else except for the PlayStation 2, uh, the original Red Faction. Do you guys ever play that? Um, that that's uh, available on PlayStation 4. Oh, is it? Mm, yeah. Um, well, PlayStation 4, but not on, not on 5. Um, well, it was backwards compatible. Um, yeah, so if you can buy it on PS4, you can buy it on PS5. All right, well, I didn't know that this one was available, so that was one that yeah, I was... All right, you uh, say you got a long like, list. I, Go off the next one. Probably on the next new one. Um, bus service. We corrected you. Move on. What's the next one? Um, oh, shit. so much for that long mm. list he had there, huh, Liam? I know, huh? Right? He, was like, he was like, oh, I oh, got a few used... more. A few more is more than well, one. It's... No, I know. Well, I know that you know we have these games that we like keep bringing up that are like these these old games. Uh, I don't know if it's if it's brought up too many too much on the podcast, but definitely in Discord. Uh, no one lives forever. So that's a a first person shooter where you play as a female spy. Um, it was on PC and Ooh. PS2. Yeah, you, think, you and Jonesy were like yeah. big in this, right? Yeah, yeah. I've, I've Google searched this before. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's a it's a really interesting uh, first person shooter because um, it is kind of tactical and you have to kind of figure out um, almost like Hitman style, like where the the NPCs are going and like what what it is exactly that you have to do for each stage, and like each stage is a little bit different and you have to do something a little bit different. Um, you know, like there's one stage where you have to be a sniper. There's another stage where you have to do sneaking. There's, um, you know, other stuff like that. And so it's just, it's it's a really good use of, uh, I, I want to say it was like Quake Engine or something like that. This is like one of those games that I'm kind of envious of other people for getting to play when it came out. Because <laughs> had I known this existed, I, this would have been right on my alley. I think the the best way to play it is probably uh, PS2 if you can get it. 
Sorry, All right, Liam. I remember, I, yeah, I remember trying to play it on uh, PC, and um, it's just too hard to get working. Mm -hmm. Um, my next pick, I guess. Um, uh, it's kind of weird because I don't want to go for things that seem like there's a pretty good possibility of it happening. Uh, but I'm, I'm gonna just say it anyway. Uh, I, I want them to remaster all three of the original Time Splitters games in some fashion. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That it's kind, it's kind of like the the game. Um, no one lives forever. Um, it's it, sort of in terms of the sort of stylization and the uh, uh, humor of it, I guess. Everyone um, loved that damn I, monkey. Everyone loves the monkey. Uh, <laughs> Everyone love loves the being the short one, so they don't get shot. <laughs> Yeah, it didn't didn't take much to impress young childish Liam. <laughs> that, <laughs> that monkey did the job real well, and then all of the other annoys the shit out of everybody characters. else, and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> get the hell away from me! <laughs> oh yeah, I'm sure my dad had a few words when he heard that on the TV. <laughs> um, <but laughs> I mean, I think that I, was I, the I first just time. I love those I... games so much. Well, I was gonna say, I think that was the first time I remember about like. Warping between areas in the middle of maps, and I thought that was so mm. fantastic. Yeah, like uh, that, that game did a lot of really cool shit that, that uh, other games have sort of done afterwards, but nobody sort of pointed back to where, like, uh, this game was kind of the first of a few in the genre that, that tried all of these crazy, wacky things, you know, and, and actually right. told a pretty compelling albeit stupid story um, yeah. three of the games you know that they're, they're just the humor uh, it's sort of like um with destroy humans like the, the remasters that they have coming out now if they were going to remake it I would, I would love it if they could just recreate all of that humor which I, i've got to imagine because i haven't played it in years but i've got to imagine there's a lot of terribly politically incorrect shit in those games by modern day <laughs> standards um i can only imagine um, but I wouldn't want them to change any of it. I'd want them to just leave it as it was and and, and let me go back into it and probably cringe. <laughs> um, but I, I just want to know what that experience would look like through a modern-day lens. Because um, like, those games are ridiculous and, and, and just the stories were convoluted as all hell, but so charming for it. <laughs> and, It'd be uh, a great game as a service free-to-play game. Yeah, yeah, like Time totally. Splitters. Because of the it, uh, like the stages as episodes type of thing. Yeah, and then also imagine like dressing your monkey. Like you, uh, you give that thing well, a yeah, you give that freaking a fedora, and like ah oh, ah, oh, sold. You, you just predicted their monetization strategy for yeah, the right. game they're making. <laughs> give them a trench coat and a fedora, and damn, like that monkey is that monkey is golden. And then you give it a you give it a golden gun. <laughs> yeah, no, it's great stuff. Um, uh, do you have another one? I do. I got two more, so we can keep okay. going around the room. We must go, just like it's your birthday. You know the thing where you have to go around the room. You must go. Anyways, uh, <laughs> you know, just I try to bring the the comedy from the crew because y'all are boring. 
boring. Jeez. Just kidding. Uh, I'm the only British person here. I find that highly dissatisfactory. Uh, <laughs> I like the phrasing you used there. Dissatisfactory instead of just saying disappointed. Um, I've got I've got to impress without Keith here. Yeah. yeah, someone's got to take over Keith's word of the day. Uh, except you're not doing so hot with dissatisfactory. That's not good enough. I expect higher dialect here. Uh, 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 Keith, uh, Keith, I'm like, Keith, Keith, I need, I need a word. I need a word. <laughs> I need something extraordinarily English. Uh, so, uh, Burkhoff, you would like this one. Okay. Starts with an A. All right. And the second word starts with a P. Can you guess what alpha, it is? Alpha Protocol. It is Alpha Protocol. Uh, that would suck on PS3, Xbox 3 for sure. Yeah, Obsidian, Xbox. Ooh. They could do it now. Uh, well, no. Well, they might be able to because fucking it's... Microsoft's got a pretty good relationship with Sega. And that's who published it originally. Yeah, and that's the reason why it's stuck in hell. Yeah. But knowing Sega. Like, I would not mind them bringing one, bringing a new franchise back because of the success of the Sonic movie. They have a movie studio, and what sounds like a great movie franchise, Alpha Fucking Protocol. So therefore, they need to bring Alpha Protocol back. So either Sega does it. I don't think Obsidian's gonna do it. Microsoft's not in that wheelhouse. And there's no way they're going to hand it off to another studio because they can't get games done. That's just their pedigree at the moment uh, until they prove me otherwise. Um, so I would like to see an Alpha Protocol. I'd like to actually just see a remake of it, to be honest, because I think what they started with was not... A, you mean a, like, a remaster? No, I, I want a full-fledged remake. Oh, right, because right. I think uh, some of the controls aren't modernized enough for nah, it's current buggy. time. It's, it's buggy. buggy. Too, it's buggy yeah. as shit. But I think the concept's really nice. I think it's yeah. re- it's a really cool. It's like a. It's probably the best spy game on the market for being as buggy as shit as as it well, is. You can't buy it now at all because I tried to buy it on Steam for you that one night. I know I you can't even buy it. <laughs> it's so stupid. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, it's um. But I think it is. It is because uh, here's the thing: like you're you're a spy, you go to multiple locations, um, you have a lot the, of different the people. Dialogue, the dialogue like trees, yeah, and it actually affects things. Like you can romance certain people. You can have like your bond chick if you really want one, and like they do have consequences, especially if you two times certain women. Like it's 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 a legit thing. Like it all works, yeah. and I think it's really shows how well like they could do a spy game and like basically we need a spy game i'm waiting for the spy game i don't have a spy game i need a spy game give me a spy game do you get what i'm trying to get out here fellas give me alpha protocol well dude it's uh it's fucking it's basically metal gear solid meets a mass effect that's the concept behind it yeah well better than one of those ones <laughs> At least the writing's better oh. in one of them. Uh, um I, I was um, oh, go going to say um, that I love that pick, Mitch, because um, I, I never got to experience that game uh, fully because uh, like that game was right up my alley. Um, but when I played it, I I played it twice. I played it twice. Got two different game breaking bugs that fucked me. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and. Uh, 
it, it just got to the point where I just gave up and never got back to it. Um, but but I really liked it, and I would love a full remake about all the books, so I could actually properly play it this time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I think they could do something really great. I know we have Splinter Cell, but it's just not the same. It's really not the same. They're two I, totally well, different franchises. I feel like that series needs to yeah. go back to it. Anyway, I really liked Blacklist, but I want Splinter Cell. Well, I think they could like. I think they could take Alpha Protocol and use the control scheme of, um, of a uh, a Splinter Cell game like Blacklist, the actiony type that they had going. Like that one could work for Alpha Protocol as a spy game. Yeah, and then then just add all the other stuff and modernize the rest of it like i think that that could totally work totally the work. problem the problem was the um the rpg mechanics so the, part of the reason yeah. that like the controls are so bad and shit is because it's intentional because by the time you get to the end of the game you're actually good at the shit yeah but it doesn't it doesn't make sense in context of the story because you're already supposed to be the shit <laughs> yeah it's like so it doesn't yeah it's they need to redo the of... story to make it function within the reasoning of saying like you suck ass because every other agent died and you're the last one left and you're in training or something well, like that like that would be a great way to whole, frame it there's the whole sequence with the hospital or whatever where you're just fucking you could run through it like murder like 40 guys it's supposed to be before you're even you know right um yeah right so but yeah that's on that's on my list that's uh that's on my my, my mitch list uh burkoff what's on your what's on your burkoff list um let's see so a lot of stuff from ps2 um i feel like a lot of that stuff is just locked on there for some reason but a lot of people have been wanting a Xenosaga trilogy uh, remaster pack. And I think that would be interesting if, if they could get that done because if, from what I understand, Namco or Bandai or Bandai Namco still owns the rights to the series and the name and the original games. Um, but obviously Monolith Soft is now like a, a huh. Nintendo, a so, Nintendo party. Interesting. So the publishers are as follows. It's Namco in Japan, Namco Bandai in North America, but in Europe, it's Sony Computer Entertainment. Oh, that is interesting. Yeah. So I, who knows who know. owns that one? It could be Sony. It could be... It's probably or Namco. It's, but, it's but, probably Namco, but, but yeah. Could like, be a uh, rights issue, though. Yeah, the, the, yeah, the Europe, the European market's probably a huge issue if Sony owns rights for that. Yeah, so that's weird. And Sony may have made an exclusive game in Europe just because that sometimes happens when uh, other publishers they can't get like a European publisher. It's happened quite a few times. So. Right. Yeah. Sony just publishes it themselves. Oh, Jim Ryan, that was his job back in the day. That, that's Jim <laughs> Ryan. He got to blame for that. Yeah. Bloody Jimbo. So there was episode one, episode two, episode three. Yeah, they were all. There was a. There's not episode three. There was the uh, the the peed piper. Wait, what are you talking about? And then there's uh, one and two for the DS, and then there was three. Yeah, yeah, but they were all for the PS2. 
Uh, no, uh, one and two was also released in Japan for the Nintendo th- uh, Nintendo Nintendo DS. Yes, yeah, yeah, the DS. Which was a remake of Episode One and Two with redrawn artwork, gameplay adjusted for portable platform, in addition to story elements based on cut content from the home console version, like Pete yeah. Piper, Xeno One, uh, Xeno Saga One and Two remains exclusive to Japan. But it wasn't but, complete. when you say. Pied Piper, you mean say Pied Piper? Is it Pied Piper? Well, I'd assume so. P I E D? Well, I guess Pied. Go, yeah, Keith. Pied. Doing yeah. your job again, Keith. Pied Piper, whatever. <laughs> it's it's 1 a.m. I'm I'm not reading at 1 a.m. <laughs> I, I was going to let you have it. I was like, yeah, that's fine. It's the it's the Pied. It's the Pita. It's the Pita Piper. Pita Piper. <laughs> Uh, the uh, the peed pipers singing you to sleep right now. All right, Liam. Before I before I somber to sleep, what do you got? Uh, uh, I'm gonna cheat. Um, okay. I'm a, I should be allowed to. I'm British. God damn it. Um, uh, well, I'm che- just say... cheating's what formed America. <laughs> <laughs> We're sick of your um, cheating, and we left. Uh, that's true. That's true. We'll cheat you back into the empire one day. Our now if we um, burn our own country down first um, <laughs> oh god which oh, might no. happen <laughs> that might happen which might happen uh, we, we, we burn ours down too so, so no judgment here but, well at least um, at least you can make a speech in, and at least you can make a two minute speech in uh in less than an hour and record it because uh, according to our last president it took him an hour to record a two minute speech because he kept screwing up the words or didn't want to say something oh. Like, you, you, you guys will burn down your country with politics and guns and shit and, and we'll, we'll just be burned by heat waves <laughs> uh, I, my favorite uh, not to get political but my, my, my favorite comment I heard from made me like, like what an idiot no offense to the lady but uh, a reporter went up and was like she's British and she's like you guys have you, you, guns the problem because like they're like we don't have them in the UK. She's like, well, you have mass stabbings. And she's like, yeah, but they're not as extreme deaths as in here in the United States. She's like, well, you can go back to where you came from and we're going to enjoy our guns. And I was like, okay. And <laughs> I was like, okay, we're going to enjoy our mass deaths. Great. Great. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. I didn't mean to turn that into a thing, but I thought it was hilarious the way she was like, well, 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 go back to your mass stabbings and we'll keep our guns with mass deaths. Um, so what I'm going to cheat with is Rockstar Games. I'm just going to... No, you, basically, uh, they no. remaster themselves. I'm cheating, Mitch. You can't this cheat. what I'm doing. No. This is the Empire. You know? I'll take your turn away. <laughs> I'll take your turn. You can't no. cheat. I, I, it's just uh, whenever I look at Rockstar Games, I see all of the same problems over and over again, and it's just like they're one of the most rich, you know, companies in the world. They're one of the most successful. They have all of these IPs that people love dearly, and you know, they they, they just have all of the money from GTA Online, and and will continue to have all the money from GTA Online, and they have all of this staff. You know, they don't need working on. Grand Theft Auto 6. If you don't know, in in the last uh, couple of weeks, I think, yeah, pretty, you know, recent time, um, it just uh, just came out that they had been working on uh, 
remasters for Grand Theft Auto 4 and Red Dead Redemption, uh, and they'd been cancelled. You know, even the they'd even cancelled the port of uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 um, to next generation platforms, uh, which people were annoyed about because people were annoyed that Rockstar isn't supporting uh, Red Dead Online enough, which is right. a fair concern to have given how big a studio it is and how many. Yeah, but they just. They just came out with that uh, tweet today yesterday. They're like, "Damn it, they're adding the features that I wanted." Oh yeah, yeah, in GTA so Online, but, but that, that, yeah. they're, they're keeping their goose fed because that's the one that makes them money. Right, right. Whereas so... there's this other thing over here that could also be making them money, but that people want to play, except they're not being given any reasons for people to want to play. I, I sort of understand because uh, graphics. I'm sorry, uh, Red Dead Online is a shit ton of fun. Uh, so but, what what is the game that you want to bring? Um, it's their classic games, basically. They they have this huge library of great games that are just sitting there doing nothing, gathering dust. Um, okay, bully. You know, and and the yeah, bully. Yeah, bully exactly. manhunt. Um, That's the funny thing is that that you, you, the scholarship edition, which is the best edition of bully, right. um, <laughs> it's only available on Xbox and uh, PC. It's like, well, isn't there a PlayStation version? Why isn't there a version on Switch, you know? Like, oh, wow, uh, okay, yeah. Come on. Um, you know, you, you can play Grand Theft Auto 4 through backwards compatibility on Xbox, but, you know, like, come on, this game is one of the highest rated games of all time and deserves a little bit better treatment than it's received, I would think. Uh, Red Dead Redemption has never been on PC. Again, another one of the highest rated games of all time. Well, can't play it on PC. I feel like uh, Red Dead 2 coming to PC is kind of a big deal. Well, it was, you know. Yeah. There's still this other game that's just never been on PC. Right. Well, it might be yeah. even more difficult to port or to... You know, well, they, they lost the source code to Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> yeah. So they, they'd literally have to remake it to um, get it onto PC, essentially. Um, there was there was but, a Max Payne game recently, right? Like, but what about the what about the original? They, They've never they gave anything the, else. No, they haven't. But they gave them back to Remedy um, um, earlier this oh, year. Oh, interesting. So Remedy are working on remakes for it, which everybody thought, "Oh man, Rockstar's finally gonna do it. They're finally gonna look after all of their old shit." On, well, know? honestly, oh, like, no, we're canceling all of that stuff. Max Payne in the control engine. I'm not mad about that. Um, right. Yeah, I think I think I think yeah, they did say it would be in the North Light Andrew, um, which is awesome. Uh, but but we need to stop praising Rockstar, Matt. <laughs> I never I never praise Rockstar. I know Rafa does. I, I know he, I'm he all about up, that. He wakes what up and praise to him, and then uh, goes to work. Yeah, Rafa <laughs> would agree with me that me and Rafa are very much like what have you done for me recently kind of people, you know. Well, well, Rafa... we were very happy when they announced Max Payne, but it's been a couple of months since then, <laughs> well, and Rafa... we want more. I was gonna say, Rafa, he he prays six days a week. I mean, six days, six six times a day, with his blanket, oh, yeah. with his uh, with his with his uh, Nico blanket, he puts out and he like, you know, there's does nothing. There's there's nothing wrong with going bowling with your and, cousin. And he and, and then he also he makes sure he faces towards the Rockstar Studio direction so that he knows he's facing Rockstar. So yeah. Come on, Nico. What are you doing? Nico. Nico Bellic. That's that's all I remember from that. 
It, w- it was a good story, actually. I thought it was okay. It was, it was okay. Yeah. I mean, I didn't. It, the one thing I didn't like is <laughs> he. He always. Huh, I wish. Uh, so the one thing that I, I didn't like is from... outfit choices. His outfit choices were not great. Like I, the, he, one thing, the only thing he the looked thing... good is in a suit. Besides that, I, I hated all the outfit out, outfit choices. And even when you go, go buy something in the store, he doesn't look good in it. Yeah. So the one thing that I really missed was um, the character alteration elements from yeah. San Andreas. Yep. So like in San Andreas, you can get fat as fuck. Yes. You can work out <laughs> yep. and get ripped. Yep. Or you can be skinny, or you can be fat and ripped. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is there's why so many, Rockstar so needed to options. learn from Sleeping Dogs, and, and Sleeping Dogs is known as one of the could have been the GTA killer, but oh. well, it started off as a true crime, a true crime game, right? Yeah, it was a true crime. Yeah, it was, so it was the sequel to True Crime LA. Yeah, but anyway, we, we, we still don't know whether whether Square Enix even sold the rights to Sleeping Dogs to uh, Embracer Group. Or not. They, they probably oh, still have yeah. the rights. Like, no. I hope Embracer Group has it and they make one. Because <laughs> yeah, they do, do something they, with it. Yeah, God, I, I want one. I sure. want one so bad. The Kung Fu was so good in that game. So good. It was. It was pretty good. Yeah. I love the combat system in that game. That was the first time I had a nope. lot of fun <laughs> on like a GTA style game in a long time. I was like, wow, this combat's engaging. Honestly, though, and the story like, was cool too because you're like infiltrating like a Chinese gang ring, and it's so interesting because it's all like political intrigue mixed in with like trying to keep your secret identity. It's like so good, so good. The only the only thing I would say though is the as much as I do enjoy the combat in Sleeping Dogs, um, and this may just be because I've been playing it recently, but I think the combat in Yakuza is actually better. Sleeping Dogs. Well, Yakuza's newer. And well, and I would actually I would argue against it. I would say I actually prefer one. One is more technical. One is more arcadey. Yeah, Yakuza that's the is difference. More arcadey and yes. Sleeping Dogs is more technical. I yes. prefer, I like the tactical. Yeah, I prefer the the arcadey for sure. I mean, mm. I like the tactical because I like the uh the um the environmental uh damage you can do to your enemy is so great yeah like smashing them like throwing them into like one of the sliding doors and just slam the sliding door right on their stomach it's like so cool reminds me of the punisher but in like a good way (laughs) yeah i enjoyed how challenging it was I, I, I could only understand the last three words because I, I think you were coming from outer space. Are you sure you're in your oh, room, okay. Liam? Because we were getting um, some signals that was like alien signals. It broke up a little bit. Yeah, we heard the very tail end of it. Oh, I don't know. Boris Johnson might have done something in Parliament. Uh, well, you're good now. You sound better. Yeah, your audio's kind of been a little funky, but like not like that. Like it gets okay. quiet. It got a quiet on occasion earlier in the episode, and I think it was yeah. just your signal. But this time it was like really bad. So what did you say? Yeah. Oh, I, I was just saying I enjoyed how challenging Sleeping Dogs's combat was. Yeah. Uh, like, like sometimes it was a bit unbearable, you know, when you just want to progress. But other times it's just like perfectly challenging. I also liked right. how they basically 
you know, hand-to-hand combat was a big element, but then the gunplay in there, like, the gunplay was considered extremely difficult because it's guns, and, like, I, you, you, you felt the, you felt the, um, you really felt the difference between when you were, like, doing combat hand-to-hand, which was a little more forgiving, because obviously you're punching people, but then when there's guns, you know it was high stake because it wasn't as common to be using guns, which I uh, think I think added more tension to situations in that game, which I think added more uniqueness than I think like a Grand Theft Auto game where you always have a gun because it's America and we have guns everywhere. Whereas in China, you're not supposed to have guns. It's illegal. I feel like it was, um, if I remember correctly, it was like three shots. That's right. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, it was. It was not. It was quick. It was very it quick. Was, yeah, you couldn't take like a whole clip. Like it was literally like three bullets, and then yep. you're fucking out. Yeah. yeah, but I but I really liked that. It was it really added a new element to the gameplay that I think right. that Grand Theft Auto never has, and which is why I prefer it over Grand Theft Auto in a heartbeat every time because the gameplay is way more satisfying than Grand Theft Auto could ever be. Like Grand Theft Auto is a great sandbox sim that's literally what it is it's not a good game game to like go through the flow of all the all of like the stuff it has because it's either driving or shooting that's all it is whereas sleeping dogs it's got driving it's got shooting it's got kung fu it's got uh it's got collectibles it's got speed runs it's got parkour like there's so many elements to it that uh, uh stuff that just like grand theft auto i wish try to embrace more of and it just doesn't i mean most of those things you mentioned which grand theft auto also has <laughs> um, but um i i i just say because i i love both games i love grand theft auto i love sleeping dogs i think they're all, both awesome games for different reasons but... well i got one more fellas yeah i've got an honorable mention all right okay <laughs> so you guys may not know this game you might have to Google this. I will make you do your first Google of the night for me. It is called Space Bunnies Must Die. Space Bunnies Must Die. Is this a DOS oh. game? This sounds like a DOS game to me. No. Oh. It is a uh, published by Jinx. Developer is Ripcord Games. Made for Microsoft Windows in 1998. It is an action-adventure single-player game. I'll give you this. I know this game, actually. I'll give you the synopsis if you don't know it. So, uh, what is it? It's uh, uh, Space Place Must Die has a run-jump-climb-shoot style of gameplay similar to the Tomb Raider series. It's basically a a comedy spoof of Tomb Raider, except if a hot girl from, like, that time (laughs) period who just has big jugs and wears a a tube top shoots a bunch of aliens and she goes let's go kill some aliens uh yeah it's like like jenny mccarthy or yeah or pamela anderson vip yep exactly do you guys remember that show no i don't but i know what you're talking about we have a new jersey accent um, I feel, yeah, I, I forgot what accent she had. She had a really, in, she, yeah, it was anyway. like yeah, it was like New Jersey and New yeah. York, or yeah, some shit like that. Yeah, but anyway, oh, it's um, that was great. Yeah, it's not an amazing game, but like, I, you know, obviously, we have come a far way as a society. I don't view women that way. I'm gonna say that for first and foremost, um, but like that time period is super interesting and like you could really play the comedy on that like i would love to see them try to remake this but like 
make it more tasteful modern probably, modern tasteful probably, and comedic like i think they could pro- go for it it could it would probably be similar or um like uh lollipop chainsaw or yep. um or bayonetta yep it's it's kind of like it's like the proto it's like the proto bayonetta yep. or the pro lollipop chainsaw yeah yep exactly like and i and i think it I, and again i think it can be done tastefully well that i think it could actually be embraced instead of like right seen as yeah. disheartened as like uh as not yeah because or like, it's just gonna be a fan service neptunia type game yeah but i think but I, there's, I, there's an audience for that yeah but i i, I think the co- i think the that the the comedy option is there um yeah so it's interesting i did not expect you to pull that one out my dad played this game uh, I, I, and so I, I that's how i know this game yeah question mitch what yes. is the significance of the space bunnies because i see i see hot what woman and and i see scary looking alien but where are it's the bunnies a, look at its ears it's i think it's a it uh, looks like rabbit ears well, have you oh, here, i gotta pull hold on space bunnies now I gotta find you an image, but like even the cover art shows a bunny. Oh, oh, uh, okay. I've seen some different cover art. It's okay. It, there's like the bunny it, with a chainsaw for an arm. Yeah, yeah. They're all they're all okay. based off bunnies. Oh, because because on the cover art I could see it. It only showed like the alien and the girl. Right, right, right. Yeah, right. But right. then on well, the, the alien, one, there's a no. The alien's still bunny a bunny rabbit creature. The bunny still uh, the alien in the background is still a bunny. You can see the rabbit ears on top. Oh. Like, the red creature yeah. is it are you looking yeah. at one yeah, with the yeah. red creature look at the top of its yeah. head there's two ears sprouting out the top yeah they're I all bunnies it. and it's got the buck teeth yeah oh yeah the buck i see the buck teeth and okay. then if you go and, and then if you look up there's actually the back of the art and you can see uh, a bunny with two guns in its hands well i prefer the furry kind of bunny because that bunny is not very nice <laughs> <laughs> that's a space bunny dude yeah <laughs> so the space bunnies can be cute too and that's why they have to die. Yeah, that's why they have to die. Yeah, so I think, uh, so yeah, I would love to see them try to like do because, like, I really would like to. Like, I'm not a fan of. I mean, I don't, I've never played the lollipop chainsaw games, but like, I do want, and I still think it's like distasteful to me. I think you can do it better, and I really want them to do it with this one. I think I think the way that you do it is you just give the character agency. You give you him allow... agency. You give him actual character depth. Well, I was gonna say you allow the you allow the player to choose. Um, you, you allow the player to choose the stereotypical stuff, so it can play out in in the more comedic, nostalgic way, or it could play out in uh, you know the modern. Uh, well, here's the way I could. Here's the way you could do it in a writing style at least my personal opinion you guys can correct me if you don't think i'm right on this but i basically think you can put her in those situations that are stereotypical but she is not dim-witted and like stupid blonde type mantra she would be a smart resourceful person that she would make fun of the fact that it's like what am i are you am i in this situation because i'm just another blonde girl jesus christ come on now 
Like so that's, I, would, I, I, would, I, I would give I, the player I, the I option. To, I would give the player the option to choose two scenarios. No, because then you have to do the because, writing all over again, and that's too no, much. No, it's not. It's not doing it over again. It's it's, it's giving two options for that, and then that, and then it puts it back in the the player's hands nah, where I, that's distasteful. I don't want to do that if, to the. I don't want to do there's, that. If there's if there's a if there's a people are disgusted by the game or whatever, it's like well it was up to you player you chose to yeah, make but this giving, game but giving, play out that way. But having it in there basically oh. is stating it's okay <laughs> that women are are seen it's, like it's that, not, and that's not okay. Not, no, it's not. It's uh, it's my, doing my. it's doing the Far Cry three thing, where you could my. have just sat in the plane and not done anything, and the game ends. But it was up to you to get off the plane and shoot. But everybody. there's a difference between going out of a plane and shooting up people <laughs> and seen as a dumb blonde. Right. Well, yeah, Matt. Like, uh, like they could do the no Russia mission from Call of Duty. Uh, but if they do anything sexual in a in a derogatory way, then games journalists will make sure that game gets what it deserves. Uh, right. Um, <laughs> but I, I do agree with Mitch. Um, I, I I I like, you know, like I I think. There's some truth to like how in old games, like certain female characters were sort of overly sexualized, but weren't given any agency. Right. Because I, I don't know, because I haven't played this game. Uh, um, but but it, it's it's more fun when you can kind of make fun of the sexuality at the same time as giving that character agency. As I I, I just like the idea of it being a freaking chick from New Jersey. Yeah, <laughs> and like, probably sassy as all shit. Yeah, you right. can go. Oh, you gonna probe me? You can at least take me on a date first or some shit. <laughs> yeah, or like, or like, like even, or even the mentality of like they're they're complimenting your clothes, be like, why are you looking so skippy? And she's like, they're comfortable. I like these clothes. They fit. <laughs> like do, they they they're comfy. And like instead of just being like, oh, it's because oh, I want to look all skanky. Like that's not the point. Right. It's like no, she wears them because she thinks they're comfortable and finds them like she likes them. So like right. that is a way to make it tasteful and make it actually realistic. And like who knows? It could be even a situation where she doesn't wear these type of clothes, and maybe she runs into a situation where in a cutscene she's like fighting a monster and it rips part of the shirt, and so she has to rip the that part of the shirt off, and she's like using it to like heal like bandage herself so like it's practical use but yeah you get to see a little more of her but it's not like distasteful because it's like practical use she's trying to bandage a wound or something it's like okay it's like there's ways to do it that like is tasteful and i think that's that's the ultimate challenge for a game like that and i would love to see a, a studio really tackle it and really try and i think if a studio tried it doesn't matter if like they are perfect at it because I don't think you'll ever be perfect at trying to tackle something right. like this. There's always going to be a, a group of people that are not okay with what is being represented in a certain section of the game. But what I think is if the studio says, you know, we're trying to make this really tasteful and really respectful, but we're also trying to like honor that type of genre in a new way, I think that type of messaging people will be all for. Because I think they're like, yeah, we, it is like those are co comedy funds that like we can make fun of now because of the time we're living in today, which is should have been a time we lived in 50 years ago. But besides the point, like it's something we can laugh at now right? and say, this is freaking ridiculous. Why did we live in a world like this? 
Okay. I, I, that, that, that's like, um, I, I, I like enjoyed that opinion because it's like, you know, you just get too many people that are a bit humorless in that degree and can't unsee the fact that, you know, people grew up and like existed in these decades and have a certain amount of nostalgia for it. You know, mm-hmm. we're like, yes, of course it was fucking sexist and over the top of shit. But right. there's still something kind of charming about it, you know. And and if you tackle it in a like way, it, it can still be done like acceptably, you know, sort of making fun of the fact that that happened, but at the same time, uh, giving more sort of texture and context to it. I can't believe Space Bunnies Must Die must was the one with the most in depth conversation. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like it was yeah, the most to say about that game. <laughs> Um, well, Burkoff, you got an honorable mention. Yeah, so my honorable mention was going to be uh, SOCOM 2 US Navy Seals PS2. Uh, so this was one of the first games that, um, for the PlayStation side of things, that used the network card to allow you to play online people. And uh, yeah, it was just really, really fun and interesting. And um, I hadn't really played other than some uh online pc like first person shooters like starcraft and shit like that um i hadn't really played online games so it was an interesting experience to play socom uh online and i think that style of third person shooter could probably survive uh in the modern era they could definitely revive it and it'd be a sony uh first party so they could they could do something like a Call of Duty or a Halo, and have that available, you know, on the PlayStation. Make like sure now that Microsoft owns Call of Duty. Well, now that they will own Call of Duty, right? Exactly. You know, just just in case Microsoft decides one day, you know, let's make Call of Duty exclusive. I know we yeah. said we wouldn't. No, nah, they'll just never release Call of Duty. That's that's their <laughs> mo. Uh, <laughs> Now that it's they like bought them, they're just Call of Duty's on out. a ten-year hiatus. We need to make sure we get it right. Because <laughs> we did so great with Halo. Actually, new announcement: we're closing all the Activision studios uh, and and transferring three four three off of Halo, and it's going to work on Call of Duty. Oh, Jesus. Well, it would be more fucking funny if they just said, um, like, like you said, Switch. Uh, he's taking a ten-year break. Now they're all working on Halo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're gonna get uh, we're gonna get three Halo games a, a year. Right. <laughs> Halo Infinite Two on on the the Xbox Two generations no. No, Halo yeah. Halo Infinite Two next year because that's it's going a bit going against their word about. Because <laughs> it failed, yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, we we lied. Never mind. We're making a sequel. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> um, okay, Liam. Do you got any last last minute honorees or um, games to pop in there? Um, no. I I'd just say again, uh, much like when you said infamous earlier in the show, and I, I didn't really say, but I wholeheartedly agree with that. Like, yes, please bring back Infamous. You know, they'd have to do a new game, but those two games are fucking awesome. Like, they need to Hands be down. on the best hardware possible. And various other PlayStation 3 games that are just trapped there. Yeah. All right, I have two other honorable mentions. One Keith wanted me to say, which is. Wait. Speedball 2. Wait, how did Brutal Keith, Deluxe. How did Keith know we're doing this? 
He was in the time coordination uh, Discord channel. But we <laughs> didn't we didn't put the topic on there. No, he asked me what the topic was because he wanted to update the Twitch channel. Oh. Uh, so I have no idea what the hell Speedball 2 D- Brutal Deluxe is, but apparently him and Dave both know what that game Species. is and they, and they like it. Ball yeah. 2 Brutal Deluxe. All right, let's look this up. So that it, one and then... Looks like foosball. Yeah, like soccer or football. Yeah. yeah. The uh, the other honorable mention that I have is the, uh, Dragon Age trilogy, or quadrilogy, or quadrilogy if you consider Awakening to be a separate game. With well, you can do. play them all on current hardware, so it's not an option. It's an honorable mention, dude. It's you can't. Not a fucking... Doesn't matter. Can't pick it. Can't. It's not an honorable mention because you can play it on modern platforms. They do. They they do need uh, to be updated though, for sure. Like the original Dragon Age is pretty rough these days. Yeah. Uh, I'm just gonna say something that's been a. It's like the first disagreement I've had all show. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like uh, I'm gonna upset your wife, <laughs> Matt. <laughs> all right. Just like Dragon Age is garbage franchise. And it sucks. <laughs> just entirely like that's your opinion. Yeah. Just... <laughs> it kind of is. I I I've tried. I, wow. I, I can't get on Dragon Age. Make more Mass Effect. Just so, Mass Effect. All right. So I got her to play through Mass Effect though. So because oh. she was such a big Dragon Age fan, she did play through Mass. And Effect. she repented and realized how much better it was. No, she went back to Dragon Age. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Like I. I'm like all right. I can't even argue, you know. I've I've tried myself. Like I've tried to get into it. And, yeah, it's hard. I got. Uh, oh, I have. Sorry, I, I didn't realize. I have two honorable mentions because they're bad. They're they're sequels to each other. Spider Man and Spider Man Two for the PS One. The original Insomniac, mm-hmm. the NeverSoft games. The NeverSoft. Yeah, yeah. Of uh, the the movie times. No, those are no. Nope, these are oh, the these oh, are the TV okay. animated shiri- series kind of tie-ins. They weren't even uh, en- Enter Electro was one of them. Yes, Enter Electro yeah, was the yeah, sequel. Was the yep, one, was yeah. the second one. Those were pretty They're good. Not, not even tie-ins to the animated series. They're just like comic book games. Like they feel. Oh, like, I see. I feel yeah, I so I good. thought I I I didn't yeah I was gonna say I don't think they're attached to the series, but it felt like it was the TV show because it came around the same time. Yeah, it was a little. It was a little after that, probably ninety eight, ninety nine. Well, that and then at the time was Spider Man Unlimited, which was the futuristic Spider Man yeah, yeah. TV series. So, um, but yeah, I liked those two games a lot. Those were really good. They were, and the the web swing was good, and it was really impressive. Uh, the gameplay just, mechanics they did. Yeah, just because it was on PlayStation hardware. Yeah, like. I liked how they split up the stages. So, like, one stage you'd be on the tops of buildings and you'd be around, and yep. then, like, the next stage you're down in the city streets. Or the next um, ones you're in a building and you're trying to solve a puzzle based off yeah, using yeah. your spider web mechanics. Like, it's it's really well done. Yeah, and you can climb walls and you can uh, swing everywhere. You, you, you feel like Spider-Man. You're able to do all the shit that you expect Spider-Man to be able to do. Yep, 100%. Well, J. 
gentlemen. I think we have brought enough back from the dead yep. to enjoy ourselves for another 10 years. Hogs of War. What? Wait, what? Bring back Hogs of War. Hogs, Hogs of, of War. war. Okay, before it gets any more crazy, on that note, gentlemen. <laughs> Burkoff? Oh, yeah. We're out. It's been a long time since I was uh, missing Fox No, I don't seem like I've had eight beers. <laughs> but I have. <laughs>